Friday, Friday, Friday. Hello, welcome back to Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent with John Rawl. I'm getting my mileage in this week. We've already been to Music City, USA on Wednesday, and we are back in the saddle. And glad you could join us here on this all-Southern program. We cover news, we cover sports, we cover opinion, we cover the weather when it's warranted. We cover food, of course. we got plenty of sports talk. And we've got it all right here on the program for y'all and about y'all. On today's show, we're going to have General Gridiron in the next segment. And the General will be looking at Saturday's big college football games. And we'll, we'll kind of glance around the big ones. you got the world's largest outdoor cocktail party taking place in Jacksonville. The Georgia Bulldogs and the Gators of the University of Florida. A great rivalry. I love what they do there in Jacksonville. And the general is going to have his take on who's going to win the cocktail party coming up in just a few minutes. Plus, in the next segment, we'll tell you about a lot of football action that happened last night in college football and some upsets, some top 25 upsets. So the, we, we've got all that right around the corner here. You don't want to miss it on the Y'all Show. As we wrap up hour one of today, we're going to rewind when we were on Music Row earlier this week. And we were sitting down with Precious Harris of the Nashville Music Line and country singer-songwriter Dustin Collins. And we're going to play a little bit of our interview with Dustin and hear some of his great music, this Kentucky singer-songwriter. And it was great to have him on the show and learn more about him and how uber-talented he is. Looking forward to big things ahead from Dustin. And we'll hear a little rewind from our Wednesday interview later this hour on the Y'all Show. When we get to Hour 2, the country music continues as we'll start off our Friday Free For Y'all with our David Lee Murphy duo of songs. We've got Party Crowd and Dust on the Bottle as we do our Friday ritual. And then while I was in Middle Tennessee, I was happened to I happened to be in Franklin strolling the streets and lo and behold, one of my favorite groups in country music were performing in Franklin on Thursday night and I just I didn't even know it. I was walking down the street and I saw a sign on the street saying tonight Bellamy Brothers. I was like, whoa, and I looked at my watch, and, and I don't have a watch, what am I talking about? I looked at my iPhone, which has a clock on it, and and it was that was last night. I just didn't want to fork out 50 bucks to see the Bellamy Brothers. I like them, but I don't like them that much. I'm not going to spend $50 to see a group that's going to be playing songs that I've heard for 30 years. But I do respect them, and so as a tribute to the Bellamy Brothers in Hour 2, we're going to mix in one of their great songs. And I tried to find, yeah, you could easily play Let Your Love Flow. That's the song they're probably most known for. But Howard and David had so many great hits. I found the most southern of their songs to play in our Friday Free For Y'all, our montage of great music. And that'll be in hour two when we get that going. Plus, in hour two, we'll have our hashtag hullabaloo as that returns with some goodies. We actually didn't have hashtag hullabaloo on Wednesday because we were doing such a good job covering country music on Music Row, but I promise you we've got some real good ones coming your way in Hour 2 and Hashtag Hullabaloo. And we wind it down this week with a look at new movies, and I'm excited about a new comedy that's coming out, and it has something to do with my son, and I'm excited to get him to a theater to watch this movie that's just hitting theaters this week, Jolly Old Chap. That's a little bit of a hint. And we're also going to tell you about the weekend in Major League Baseball as the World Series resumes. The Red Sox have a 2-0 lead over the Dodgers. 
and they're now in Los Angeles for game three tonight. We'll tell you about that, plus we'll have the weekend's NFL lineup and a quick look at NASCAR, all that in hour two of the program. Our number is 803-816-1170, 803-816-1170. On Twitter, we are at Y'all Show, and our website is y'all.com, Y-A-L-L.com. We'd love to hear from you as we need feedback. We need we need that after-action review. We need to know how we're doing to serve you all. All right. Now, we start out with the goings-on to the South. What's going on, y'all? Well, you've heard of the phenomenon known as the Bermuda Triangle, right? Well, I know we've lost lots of planes. I think even ships have gone down in the Bermuda Triangle. And once again, a mystery as a plane went missing yesterday while en route to the Bahamas from South Carolina. And search and rescuers are investigating to determine its whereabouts. The FAA released a statement last night saying officials are searching for a missing Piper PA-31 aircraft about 100 miles southeast of Charleston. Check with the U.S. Coast Guard southeast for more info. And this plane departed from Georgetown County, north of Charleston, from the Robert F. Sweeney Airport, and it vanished from radar yesterday, about 110 miles east of Charleston. And it reported an in-flight emergency, but lost contact on radar and notified the Air Force Rescue Coordination Center. Now, I'm blaming this on the Bermuda Triangle. I, I do think the Bermuda Triangle stretches all the way to the coast, so we'll go ahead and chalk this up to part of the mystery. Let's hope that this plane's found, for goodness sake, and let's hope this is just something that we can kind of laugh at later. But, yeah, we lost, we've lost we lost lots of planes in that area, I guess, because of the jet stream going through there and the just the enormity of the ocean spanning from the coastline of the Carolinas and Georgia all the way to the the island of Bermuda, way out in the Atlantic. And if you remember back to World War II, remember there was a whole squadron of planes that went down that were cited as a Bermuda Triangle mystery. And it's believed they went, they got lost in the Bermuda Triangle and somehow ended up over the Everglades in South Georgia, perhaps in North Florida. But that's part of the whole mystery of the Bermuda Triangle. But yes, we wish the best here as this plane has disappeared off the radar off the Carolina coast. The drought that we've been talking about is now over for most of the south as the southeast is mostly free of it, but a new federal assessment shows conditions are worsening slightly in Georgia and Alabama. A new map released by the U.S. Drought Monitor shows about a third of Georgia is either abnormally dry or in a moderate drought. About a quarter of Alabama has the same problem. Statistics show both states were less arid the week before. The biggest problem areas are southeastern Georgia and northwestern Alabama, where multiple counties in each state are abnormally dry. Conditions are either unchanged or improving in Louisiana, Mississippi, and South Carolina. Forecasters say a broad area of moisture associated with the remnants of Hurricane Willa could spread rain across the region today as it moves eastward. But drought, that's not something we had been talking a lot about because of all these hurricanes and tropical depressions and such moving across the area, but there are parts of the south that have been in so-called drought conditions here of late. In Mississippi, remember they changed the law there, uh, and well, they, they made it a law, and then they allowed this to happen as soon as the Supreme Court ruled on sports casinos and sports betting. 
Well, casino revenue in the Magnolia State rose in the month of September in its second month of legal sports betting. State Revenue Department figures show gamblers lost $177 million statewide back in September, which is up 6% from $167 million in uh, September of 2017. So a $167 million boom to the state of Mississippi because of these gamblers losing money in sports bets in, in that state. And so, yeah, I can see where more states want a piece of that pie. Of course, Mississippi isn't in on the Powerball nor the Mega Millions deal. I think that's going to change, but you can see where other states are going to try to get in on the sports betting phenomenon going on. And you have casinos both on the coast of Mississippi and Tunica and even the Choctaw Indian casinos. They don't even report their winnings to the state of Mississippi, so no telling what's going on there in Philadelphia, Mississippi, with the Choctaw Casino located there. But, yes, sports wagering, big business. In fact, when I was in Nashville, I saw plenty of billboards promoting even in Middle Tennessee, go to Tunica, Mississippi, and do your sports betting. It had the brand-new interstate connecting you to Tunica, which opened today, I-269. You can go from Interstate 40 east of Memphis, dip down into Mississippi, come out on Interstate 55, and keep on trucking and within 20 minutes, you'll be at the casinos of Tunica. So now to go from east of Memphis to Tunica, we're talking an hour maybe, where it probably was at least an hour and a half before, possibly two hours if you had to go all through the Memphis traffic. So making it easy for Middle Tennesseans and anybody else coming from the east to get to that part of Mississippi. And, of course, if you're on the coast of Mississippi with I-10 accessible to Louisiana and Alabama and over to Pensacola, sports betting in Mississippi, it's it's a good good thing if you're a Mississippian to, to have a whole new way of, of making income when other states don't. Now to Arkansas, and we've got a big election coming up pretty soon, November 6th. Well, one of the most talked about races in northwest Arkansas on the local level was a Senate district going on in the state of Arkansas, Senate District 4, between Democratic State Representative Greg Leading and Republican challenger Don Clements. Well, a certain precinct there in that district did not have that race listed in the ballot. I guess this is an early voting and what a what a mistake. And uh, this was left off because it hasn't been contested since redistricting in 2011. But yeah, this Senate the whole Senate, not just one candidate, the entire race here between these candidates left off the ballot at this Fayetteville, Arkansas precinct and I guess they'll get that fixed there. But what a nincompoop, whoever was responsible for not checking that out. In the Mid-South, in Memphis, a father of a youngster at a Shelby County Schools has posted on Facebook video of his little girl's injuries. And the reason she was injured was she was blistered on her arms by a baked potato or mashed potato. I guess it was mashed potatoes served at Double Tree elementary school part of the shelby county schools system in memphis and this girl says she was burned by the hot potatoes the schools did confirm the incident they released a statement which read although privacy laws prohibit us from sharing any details about the child's condition the school staff quickly provided medical attention to the child all of our cafeteria staff follow strict procedures for ensuring safe food preparation temps and we have verified that the food served on the day of the Incident met proper temperature requirements. By the way, according to the USDA, food should be served at 140 degrees. 
that include ice cream? I don't want my ice cream at 140 degrees. The Burn Foundation said scalding water can cause third-degree burns at 140 degrees if on the skin for five seconds. This youngster complaining that she was burned by hot mashed potatoes in school. As if kids don't have enough to be scared about when they have to go to school now, they have to be scared of mashed potatoes. I love mashed potatoes. I don't care if they're even out of a box, if they're the instant mashed potatoes. I just, I love them. Of course, I like the, the old school ones that take a lot of TLC too. In Valdosta, Georgia, construction workers have found hundreds of teeth in the wall of a former dentist office. Yee! The local newspaper, the Valdosta Daily Times, reports a crew of construction workers preparing commercial space in downtown Valdosta found about a thousand teeth inside a second-floor wall. A researcher there says the building was constructed in, the, in 1900, and its first tenant was a dentist named Clarence Whittington. He says it later housed another dentist named Lester Yeomans until at least 1930. And it looks like these dentists kind of conveniently disposed of their teeth in the wall. Okay, I guess they didn't have trash cans back in Valdosta in the, in the early part of the 20th century. But what a, I won't say gruesome discovery. I, I'm sure there's a lot worse things they could have found while working on this project. But the police in Valdosta say they have not found any evidence of a crime and the crew have disposed of the teeth. But these teeth, probably 100 years old, or 90 years old at least. Give me those teeth. I'm going to put them under my pillow tonight and see what the fairy brings me. I need some extra spending money. Now to Florida, and a man beat an alligator with a shovel after using raw meat to lure it from a pond. And he's been arrested. Fifty, Rather, 65-year-old David Healy was using raw chicken and he lured an alligator from a pond and beat it with a shovel in an action he claimed was meant to protect others from this three-foot gator. And he lived in St. Petersburg, and he was arrested following the incident and is now facing a charge of illegal killing, possessing, or capturing an alligator. It was three-foot. Healy, come on. What's wrong with you people? It was just a, a baby gator. Of course, it can grow up big and, and be a monster gator. Healy was released from the Pinellas County Jail yesterday after posting a $2,000 bond. But yeah, beating it over the head with a shovel and using raw meat to lure it from the pond. Huh. Okay, well, we've got more stupidity coming your way. Don't don't worry about it. Also in Florida, a, con- a correctional officer and his wife smuggled McDonald's into the jail and also a cell phone to an inmate. Yeah, this correctional officer was arrested along with his wife for doing this. They didn't get this. They smuggled McDonald's burgers, chicken wings, and a cell phone. And according to a Miami-Dade correctional officer, this this correctional officer, Gary Alford, and his wife, Shantika Anastasia Alford, were arrested and charged with multiple felonies, including the introduction of contraband into a county detention facility. Investigators said they were tipped off by an inmate who said they that he had promised to pay Gary Alford $1,000 to bring in a cell phone. I could see where criminals and, or people in jail would want a cell phone, but is McDonald's really that bad? And get this, the woman, Shantika Alford, was paid, allegedly, $500 to smuggle in a McDonald's quarter pounder and lemon pepper chicken wings into the jail. <laughs> That's why I can't go to jail, okay? 
I could not live for a month, six months, a year, five years, whatever the case may be, without my fast food. I, I, I'm, I can't, I can't imagine this doesn't happen more often. I don't. If I, if I were in jail, I don't need you to sneak me in a weapon or drugs. I just need me some some kind of taste of what life is out beyond the bars. And I'm not talking about the restaurant bars. I'm talking about the bars of my jail cell. And I have to have me a Big Mac at least every month or so. So I, I, I feel for these prisoners. But, yeah, these correctional officers are going to be in the jail for a while themselves now. Now to the Lone Star State and 42-year-old Raymond Allen Strange of Harker Heights, Texas, was arrested on a charge of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon as he was arrested after police say he pointed a loaded gun at his pregnant girlfriend when her baby shower at their home went longer than planned. The report of a man with a gun threatening a woman that Strange was upset that the shower was supposed to end at 7 o'clock Sunday night, but it was still going on when he arrived at 7.30 p.m. And he ended up pointing a gun at her face. What an... <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, okay. Now, that one's pretty bad. Here's another dumb D-U-M-M y'all story for today. I'm not sure we need to... Keep telling you these stories. I'm afraid our enemy, the, the people up north, are going to use this stuff against us. Sticky-fingered thieves made off with $200 in honey in North Alabama. And there's actually video or, or an image from the Madison County, Alabama Sheriff's Department of these two men stealing $200 in honey. And on October 21st, just after 9.30 in the morning, two men in a black SUV took four gallons of honey from a self-service store at Bill's Honey Farm in Meridianville, Alabama. Each gallon was worth about $50. And the sheriff's office has released photos of the suspects. I don't think it's going to be that hard to find these people. I mean, it's very clear. I mean, they did this in broad daylight. $200 worth of honey they stole. That's pretty bad. And it's a nice office they've gone into. They almost look like twins. There's two of them, and they look... White men, I would say somewhere around 50 years old, if I had to guess. If you have any info about these honey thieves, you can contact investigators in Alabama at 256-533-8841. And they're with the Madison County, Alabama Sheriff's Department looking for two men who've made off with $200 in honey. honey. Honey thieves. No excuse for that. I don't know what the black market is on honey these days, but it must be pretty high. Okay, we can't take much more of this stupidity here on the Y'all Show. So, we're going to go to a break. When we come back, it is college football Saturday tomorrow, and we've got General Gridiron standing by with his latest. His Week 9 report is ahead. Plus, we have some action to tell you about from last night. We've got some football games going on tonight. All that is in our college football spotlight coming up next on the Y'all Show. Come on. We see it every day. They cut you off and they tick you off. It's called road rage. But they're not mad at you. They're mad they overpaid on a used car because they didn't go to carfax.com. Okay. Carfax has a better way. 
When you search used cars at Carfax.com, you get the most accurate price based on the Carfax report. So you never have to overpay on a used car again. Start your used car search today at Carfax.com. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. <sighs> Moving expenses. <sighs> There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business. Day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646. Technology Truths, brought to you by GEICO. Technology Truths. Truth, you have 14 login passwords, and you can't remember any of them. Doug 1, Doug 2... Doug is awesome. Doug is awesome. One, two, three. Truth. It's so easy to switch and save on car insurance at Geico.com. Doug is super cool. Ampersand underscore exclamation point, exclamation point, 1985. Knew it. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. We're back on the Y'all Show. Talk with a Southern accent with John Rawl, broadcasting on great stations across Dixie. And we're glad to have you here on our Friday show as we conclude the week, having a good time talking about the region that we call near and dear home. Okay, now to college football. We've got General Gridiron queued up coming at you in just a sec. But right now, here's some headlines from the world of college football. Texas quarterback. Sam Ellinger is expected to play tomorrow as the Longhorns travel to Stillwater with a game against Oklahoma State. Coach Tom Herman of the Texas Longhorns said that he, quote, should be ready to go, barring any setbacks to the first-degree sprain to his throwing shoulder that Ellinger, Ellinger sustained on October 13th in that close win over Baylor. The coach said that earlier this week, Ellinger threw the football 20 times and the number six Longhorns are off, were off last week, undoubtedly helped in his recovery. So this talented quarterback there in Austin, now on the road this weekend at Stillwater. Now his backup came in and did a, a good enough job to get them out of the stadium last week with a win. But Texas, man, they've come a long way from losing that first game back against Maryland in week one. And at number six in the country, the Horns really have a chance if they keep winning to get into the college football playoff. So if you like the burnt orange, that's good news for you. Now, the news not so good for Trey Smith of the Tennessee Vols, as he has had a recurrence of blood clots in his lungs, and this sophomore offensive lineman is going to be out indefinitely after physicians discovered the recurrence of the clots in his lungs on Wednesday. This was announced by Coach Jeremy Pruitt on Thursday. The Vols Smith had been cleared by doctors to play the season after being diagnosed in February with blood clots in his lungs. 
and he's been monitored by the medical staff at UT, and he played in the first seven games for Tennessee, but right now he's been put on kind of a a little bit of a watch here, and he will not be playing for the short term and maybe even long term because of the recurrence of blood clots in his lungs. The Vols, by the way, have a big SEC East clash Saturday as they're in Columbia taking on the South Carolina Gamecocks. Now, also moving on in college football news, but this is more about the future, the nation's top running back recruit has now decommitted from the University of Georgia. And this is the number one ranked John Emery, who on Thursday said that he would not be attending the University of Georgia after all. So that's not the best of news for Kirby Smart, hearing that Emory has decommitted from his program. Much more recruiting talk coming in the next few weeks here on the Y'all Show as we wind our season down. But I know he wants people to respect his decision, but good Lord, what a a blow to, to the University of Georgia to not get this young man to sign up for officially, which he can't do until December. But I don't know what was going on that he made this change here midway through the football season, but that's what's happened. That's what happens when you have high school kids. They're they're kids, and sometimes until they put pen on paper, these decisions can change. Now to college football scores. Lots of games last night, even more games tonight, and here are some of those scores. We talked about the Big 12's Texas Longhorns looking good. Well, West Virginia is ranked number 13 in the country, and they got a big win at home last night in Morgantown over Baylor. 58-14, 58-14, the Nears win. An upset as App State went on the road to Statesboro, and the Georgia Southern Eagles got after that you-know-what, and they beat App State 34-14. to Other college scores include Ball State and Ohio. The Bobcats win in 52-14. The Toledo Rockets down Western Michigan 51-24. And then in the ACC, the rambling wreck of Georgia Tech ran all over. Virginia Tech as the Jackets won 49-28 to in a shocker in Blacksburg on a Thursday night shocker ACC coastal action and that really really opens things up for teams like Virginia right now to possibly emerge as a contender for the coastal division and let's see Duke may even have a shot now that Virginia Tech's lost this game so Georgia Tech when their season was spinning out of control, they get this big win. Could this have saved Paul Johnson's job? Well, perhaps. Now, tonight in college football, the Bulldogs of Louisiana Tech are at Florida Atlantic. The Indiana Hoosiers play at Minnesota. Wyoming's at Colorado State. The number 23 Utah Utes are at UCLA to take on the Bruins. And in the ACC, the Miami Hurricanes are in Chestnut Hill taking on the Boston College Eagles. Those are all Friday night action in college football. Then we turn the page to tomorrow, and boy, we have a lot of college football action to tell you about. Well, we don't need to tell you about it. We'll let the general tell you. Right now, it's week nine of General Gridiron on the Y'all Show. Ghost and goblins, trick-or-treaters of all types, welcome into the bunker of General Gridiron, Bill Marshall of Football Forecasting. We're about to map out of the way. This scary college football weekend is going to go. Will your favorite team be marching to victory? Or will the enemy be taking your battle flag? Halloween means plenty of football teams will be putting on their best costume. (laughs) The only question is, will it be enough to scare the opponent away? 
So grab your helmet and jack-o'-lantern too, and man those battle stations. We're ready for another round of General Gridiron's football foretelling. Kentucky at Missouri. Trick or treat, smell my feet. The Wildcats are hard to beat. With just one loss in OT, the Blue Cats are looking good on the field instead of just Rupp Arena. The Tigers just put the hurt on their fellow Jungle Bees from Memphis last week, and they've got the home crowd once again. This is going to be a really good SEC cat fight. There's no question that the Show Me State QB's Drew Locke is the better passer, but the Wildcats have pounced on plenty of good passers this season. The Generals' victor, Kentucky Roars in Columbia. Clemson at Florida State. What could be scarier than having to face the number two team in the country when you've had a mediocre season? Well, I guess there's an obvious answer for that, but it's Bama bye week. <laughs> the Knowles will roll out the garnet carpet for the powerhouse from Pickens County, and they'll need every ghost and goblin in Tallahassee on their side if they want to beat them. Dabo and the boys have burned through just about everyone. Good try, Syracuse. And FSU's been scrapping for every W. Tigers may not be black, but there's still bad luck for the Swamp Indians. The Generals' victor, Clemson. Texas at Oklahoma State. Boone Pickens Stadium is going to look like a giant pumpkin from overhead with all this orange. The burnt orange bovines are grazing up to Stillwater for what's sure to be a close one. Old Pistol Pete hasn't been too accurate this year, missing the target a few times on what should have been sure wins. The Lone Star studs are apparently back and riding a six-game win streak. Talk about a comeback story after week one, yeah. Okie State may be Bronco Busters, but they can't run with these bulls. The Generals' victor, Texas. Wisconsin at Northwestern. Y'all know what happens to a badger under the light of the full moon? Nothing, because they're not that scary and pretty overhyped. Still, Jonathan Taylor is one solid RB, and he may be the difference in this slobber knocker. The Cats are starting their meat grinder, but frankly, they just can't score like Wisconsin. The Chicago Brainiacs might have had a chance if the Badgers had stayed injured, but with a few starters returning to the field, this one shouldn't be too close in Evanston. The Generals' victor, Wisconsin. Florida and Georgia in Jacksonville, Florida. Da-da-dun. Plop down with your candy and get comfy, SEC fans, because the battle for the East is here. It's even at a neutral site, technically. Them number nine fighting Gators currently lead the East, but if Georgia takes this one, then it's back on top for the dogs. You ain't ever seen two more similar QBs. Seriously, Franks and Fromm, hey, that, that kind of sounds catchy. They've thrown for almost the exact same amount of yards, TDs, and interceptions. It sure will be a great rivalry game, but Georgia has the slight edge in receivers and rushers. The Generals' victor... The world's largest outdoor cocktail party goes to Georgia. Football Fright is a-coming Saturday night in Starkville, Mississippi. Will it be the Little Jimbos or Big Bad Bully escaping the Gridiron Ghouls? Plus, Old Foes Navy and Notre Dame get their Halloween tricks in San Diego. I'll tell you the big winners after I run to the back and grab my stash of treats. General Gridiron will be right back. We see it every day. They cut you off, and they tick you off. It's called road rage. But they're not mad at you. They're mad they overpaid on a used car because they didn't go to Carfax.com. Carfax has a better way. 
When you search used cars at Carfax.com, you get the most accurate price based on the Carfax report. So you never have to overpay on a used car again. Start your used car search today at Carfax.com. Technology Truths, brought to you by GEICO. Technology Truths. Truth, you have 14 login passwords, and you can't remember any of them. Doug 1. Doug 2. Doug is awesome. Doug is awesome. 1, 2, 3. Truth, it's so easy to switch and save on car insurance at GEICO.com. Doug is super cool and percent underscore exclamation point, exclamation point, 1985. Knew it. GEICO, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Don't be scared. This is General Gridiron back with you. Each week, this fabulous football forecast is heard on some of the finest radio stations all over America, including WJLX FM 101.5 and 1240 AM in Jasper, Alabama, Oldies 101.5, and Fox Sports, Arkansas, KEWI AM 690 in Little Rock, Arkansas. We appreciate all of our radio affiliates. Now, Let's get back into the football fight. Iowa at Penn State. Want to make a witch's brew? Just mix Hawkeyes and Nittany Lions in a Beaver Stadium and you get a surprisingly good matchup. Iowa has made their way to number 18, while Penn State has remained at 17, even with their back-to-back losses in Happy Valley. If there was ever a time for the Iowa upset, it's now. Only problem? Them Midwest birds just can't run the ball. Looks like Coach James Franklin and company will do the trick and treat the home crowd with mucho mojo. The Generals' victor, Penn State. Kansas State at Oklahoma. Someone must have put a spell on Kansas State because it's been a real rough season. In their defense, they've got a tough schedule, but only beating South Dakota by a field goal is hard to defend. The Sooners have been rolling, though, with their only loss to a dynamic Texas team by a field goal. You'd like to think OU would have to really play for this one, but the K-Staters haven't even made it to 20 touchdowns total during the whole season. The Generals' clear victor, Oklahoma. Washington at California. Wow, it's the ghost of missed playoff opportunities. It's been haunting the Huskies, and they could not be more mad about it. Two close games against ranked opponents cost them their shot, so they've got some frustration to get out, and the Woolly Mammoths are next on the menu. This won't be too much of a contest, since Cal's had a pretty pathetic passing game lately. You double be hauling a bear pelt out of Berkeley on its dog sled this Saturday. The Generals' victor, Washington. Texas A&M at Mississippi State. Most Aggies would rather go through a haunted house than watch a game come down to the wire like they've seen this season. But in some cases, the 12th man has been getting it done, although barely. State, on the other hand, has lost every conference game except Auburn. And, of course, who's been beating Auburn lately? Well, Ole Miss didn't. Here's the thing. The Bullies, for all their faults at scoring, have held opponents to low scores. Jimbo Fisher's bunch ain't playing this one in Aggieland. They're in the Cowbell Palace, and their luck may have just run out. And if MSU's Moorhead can get an offense going, it's theirs for the taking. The Generals' victor, Mississippi State. Notre Dame versus Navy in San Diego. 
This game will be more gruesome than a Freddy Krueger movie. Not really sure why Notre Dame struggled so much against Pitt, but they have been rolling otherwise, and they're not intending to be 7-1 cause of methodical Navy. The midshipmen have yet to pass over 100 yards in a game, and even though some were close, the Naval Academy's got way too many sinkings in their armada this season. Respect to the high seas, but the fighting Irish don't need to be in northern Indiana for this latest trick-or-treat triumph. The General's victor, Notre Dame. We've already looked at the Sugarfield weekend's biggest battles across the land. But don't take your costume off. There's more around the corner. We'll be back in just a moment to wrap up this week's General Gridiron with our rapid-fire picks. Trick or treat! This here is the story of Lawrence, who always wanted to play pro football. His parents supported his love of the game, sent him to special camps, and then in college, pro scouts came to a bunch of games where Lawrence was playing the trumpet at halftime. Yeah, Lawrence was never that good at football, gave up by the time he got to college. But he also learned how Geico could save him a lot of money on car insurance, so he switched and saved. So, this here story has a happy ending after all. As a small business owner, you make every dollar count. So, what could you do with $10? Go to Vistaprint.com today and you'll get 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. That's less than two cents per card. And at Vistaprint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So, it's never been easier to turn 500 strangers into connections. Just visit Vistaprint.com and use promo code 1313 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 1313. This is General Gridiron back with you. We've already maneuvered through this wicked weekend's frontline college football showdowns. Now, it's time to get your pumpkins ready and storm the neighborhood with our rapid-fire football forecast, Halloween candy style. NC State beats the bit of honey out of Syracuse. TCU Kit Kats, Kansas. Michigan State Jolly Ranchers, Purdue. Hawaii Three Musketeers, Fresno State. Texas Tech Nestle Crunches, Iowa State. Old Dominion M&M's MTSU. Wake Forest Snickers Pass, Louisville. Tulane Tootsie Pops, Tulsa. Arkansas Milky Ways, Vanderbilt. Virginia Starburst, North Carolina. South Florida Rice Krispie Treats at Houston. Arkansas State Jelly Bellies, Louisiana Lafayette. USC turns Arizona State into Reese's Pieces. Boise State Twizzlers Air Force. Alabama State gets its Hershey Kisses versus rival Alabama A&M in the Magic City Classic. Pittsburgh Fun Dips Duke. Cincinnati Godiva's SMU. South Carolina Laffy Taffy's Tennessee. Southern Miss Butterfingers UNC Charlotte. And San Diego State Gobstoppers Nevada. Well, trick-or-treat troopers, you can now put your tricks and treats away. We're all out of picks on this week nine edition of General Gridiron. We'll be back again next week, same General Gridiron time, same General Gridiron station. So don't forget to tune us in on the radio, Facebook, YouTube TV, and the Y'all Show, Dixie's hottest talk show.
And don't forget to tell your friends all about the show. Just search for General Gridiron. This is John Rawl, the General of Gridiron Glory, thanking you for letting me be a part of your weekend. This episode was written by Murray Lee. General Gridiron is a production of CRM Sports. For more, log on to crmsports.com. Trick or treat, y'all. General, you are a Southerner at heart, and we appreciate it. And we're going to keep track of all these predictions for tomorrow here as we get through the weekend. Well, that will conclude our college football spotlight. When we come back, we're going to do our Friday Rewind. Dustin Collins was our special guest Wednesday as we were broadcasting from Music Row alongside Precious Harris. And we're going to hear a portion of that fun interview coming up next here on the Y'all Show with John Rawl. This is the Y'all Show, Talk with a Southern Accent with John Rawl. Thank you for being a part of our show. Our email address is y'allshow, Y-A-L-L-S-H-O-W, at y'all.com. Would love to hear from you. Well, on Fridays, we do our Friday Rewind here at this spot where we look back at a fun or interesting interview from earlier in the week. And we were able to go back to Music Row on Wednesday. And boy, did we find a very talented country music singer-songwriter, Dustin Collins. And he played for us. We had a fun interview. Precious Harris, our Nashville insider, was in on the interview. And we want to play you a portion of that interview right now. Enjoy Dustin Collins. You can go to DustinCollinsMusic.com to learn more about this talented Kentuckian. Here's that interview now. Where would country music be today if Keith Whitley was still with us? And, and oh, amazing! I, I listen. I, like I'll be listening because I'm still a record listener too. I, 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 a lot I'm of a people, vinyl head. They're on their playlist or yeah. whatever. If I go on Spotify or Pandora, Apple Music, I'll be. I'll listen to the whole record. I just Google the artist, get a record, and I play it. Because I, I think back then, especially those older records, they designed them to be listened to that way. And and you get more out of the record when you listen to it. You know, you don't just pick and choose a single here and there. You, you got to get a, like the whole No Fences album. Mm-hmm. You listen to that whole sucker, that's an emotional roller coaster all the way through. <laughs> it is. So, I mean, and just music's supposed to be listened to a different way sometimes. And, and Keith Whitley is one of those guys. And I just think, how different would it be today had he uh, not passed and, and got to sing, you know, 20 more years of song for everybody? I know where I was. On that day in 1989, do you remember where you were as a youngster? I assume I, I was like two. Okay, all right. I guess so you don't. I, I, don't I remember. Know. I thought you might have been a hey. little fellow that remembered uh, when, because honestly, Keith Whitley's passing still is the he's the only country music singer who was still putting out hit records at the time that's died in all these years, going back to Patsy Cline, maybe Jim Reeves, his passing. Thanks. Yes. Well, I mean, that's even before then, but yeah. we, we've seen in pop and rock so many drug overdoses and stuff. Not that that didn't happen with Whitley, I guess, but people that I know were 
the Mindy McCready's of the world. You yeah. know, she she had a tragic ending, but she had already kind of faded from country music. Daryl Singletary unfortunately died in the last year, but his star had kind of had already set. But we hadn't had any people that were really making big songs die on us suddenly, and and it's kind of amazing because that's pushing thirty years now since since yeah. that. Well, I uh, I had had the pleasure of interviewing Daryl about a couple of years ago when he had his record out, mm-hmm. right? um, and I knew him. When I was an intern, I have a story. I walk into the Longhorn from a gold party from a guy named Doug Supernall. Okay, and Chestnut's in there, and Toby Keith had been to Doug Supernall's gold party. And I have a picture actually with me and Toby Keith and Linda and my girlfriend Linda and uh, James and from that time period. And God, Toby looks so young. It's me and Toby and Doug Supernall and Linda. And then we get to Longhorn. And Mark's there. He said, where y'all been? So we've been to Doug Supernall's go party. He said, that old, and he blank, blank, fart, something like that, don't, don't deserve a go party, you know, messing with him, you know, and they're all coming in. Cause that's where the Longhorn was the place to be. Yeah, yeah. And so he said, I said, they said they're going up to see a guy named Daryl Singletary playing at the Broken Spoke on Trinity Lane, which is total hole in the wall. He said, oh, my God. He said, that's the best country singer in the world besides Keith Whitley. I go, yeah. what? Well, Randy Travis kind of steered his career. Yeah, time and, and he was like, you've never heard? And I'm like, no. He said, no, Daryl Singletary is going to be a star, a superstar. Yeah. So I'll never forget. It was Lon Helton was up there. And it was Lon Helton, Mark Chestnut, Toby Keith, and Doug Supernall. We were all sitting there watching Daryl play, and they were putting $5, $10, $20 bills in his tip jar. And I, when he opened up his mouth, because he sang a George Jones song, and I'm sitting there, and I'm going, Breathe, precious. Just breathe. And I wasn't talking, so you know it had to be damn good, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh, my God, I'm his number one fan. Well, so I'm glad that you saw Daryl Singletary in that setting. My experience with him was right across the street from Barber's on Printer's Alley in an establishment there. <laughs> and she's laughing because I don't want to explain what it was. But, yeah, he was trying to force me and a few people into this so-called, we'll put it in air quotes, establishment yes daryl singler singletary losing him way too soon earlier this year and it was just a natural death right mm-hmm. they attributed something to his to the cardiac something to do with the cardiac yeah he just played that weekend in in louisiana and came back and died suddenly but dustin collins you're at the start of your career thank goodness and we're glad that you could join us here yeah, if, if it doesn't kill me well <laughs> it, you know you could pull a hank senior and your death could actually help catapult your career so let's not do that <laughs> well i mean well, let's just, just, yeah you know let's let's not do that you're absolutely right let's hear another song from you dustin what's what's uh what are we going to hear from now all right uh let's do uh um th- this is a title track of my new record that's uh awesome it's called it's been a while Remember that sundress on that creek bank The summer we lost our incense Remember that phone call, yeah, that breakup Things were going so good that it didn't make sense But it's alright, cause we moved on Like the last verse of a sad song Every now and then I think of you and smile Lord, it's been a while Last time I seen you 
It was summer break at Bonnaroo and I didn't want to bother you. You looked happy, but still fine. I thought about you and when you were mine. Oh, it's alright, cause we moved on like the last verse of sad song. Every now and then I think of you and smile Oh, it's been a while How about last night at that dive bar I walked you out to your car It's alright can't move on like the first verse of our love song. Oh, it's alright. We can't move on like the last verse of a sad song. Every now and then I think of you and smile. Every now and then I think of you and smile. Every now and then I think of you and smile. A blast from the past from Wednesday's Y'all. Dustin Collins alongside yours truly, John Rawl, and Precious Harris, our Nashville insider, on our Friday Rewind. When we come back, Hour 2's got our Friday Free for Y'all. We got David Lee Murphy music. We got some Bellamy Brothers lined up. And boy, we have some good stuff in hashtag Blue. Plus, we'll take a look at the weekend and the NFL and some new movies too. This is the Y'all Show. Talk with a Southern accent. Happy early Halloween to you. This is the Y'all Show with John Rawl. It's Friday, and we get the fun going this hour with David Lee Murphy. She couldn't keep from crying when she told me Was breaking her heart and she was breaking mine so for the sake of her feelings and the sake of my pride I told her not to worry about me so I'm sitting here soaking up the neon lights misery looking for some company and tonight I'm looking for a party crowd slamming back and laughing out loud with the smoke so the blues can't hang around With the jukebox jumping like it just don't care If they're dancing over here Or fighting over there I'm making the rounds Looking for a party crowd It'll dawn on me tomorrow Wherever I wake up I'll look to recall just where the heck's my truck so take my keys and lock them up tight and let the good times flow and I worry about tomorrow when it comes to light the night's still young and I'm on the road tonight I'm looking for a party cry slamming them back and laughing out loud where the smoke's so thick and blue 
David Lee, man, I, I, I love it. Party crowd, big hit for the 1990s for that talented honorary Southerner. He's lived in Nashville long enough. I guess we'll go ahead and include him as a native, Illinois native, and Southern Illinois at that, though. we we got to give him some cred. But David Lee Murphy and that great song there. Now, part two of our David Lee Murphy salute, as we do each Friday in our ritual here on the Y'all Show of feel-good music. It's Dust on the Bottom. Rio Williams lived down a dirt road. He made homemade wine like nobody I know. I dropped by one Friday night and said, Can you help me, Creole? I got a little girl waiting on me and I, I want a trade to ride. He said, I got what you need, son, as we step down in the cellar. He reached through the cobweb as it turned on the light. I said, It might be. A little dust on the bottom But don't let it fool you About what's inside There might be A little dust on the bottom But it's one of those things That gets sweeter with time You were sitting in the porch swing As I pulled up the driveway My old heart was racing As you climbed inside You slid over there close at me down to the lake road Watch the sun fade in that big red sky I reached down to the front seat and said Now here's something special It's just been waiting for a night like tonight oh, There might be a little dust on the bottom But don't let it fool you about what's inside There might be a little dust on Goodbye. 
the bottom But it's one of those things that gets sweeter with time It might be a little dust on the bottom But don't let it fool you about what's inside DLM, a little dust on the bottle, getting you ready for Saturday and Sunday. Hey, and maybe you even have Monday off too. All right. Welcome back. This is the show where we love our Friday fun and starting out each hour of hour two on Fridays, we, we play our little flashback of David Lee Murphy music and we throw in some fun stuff too. And I happen to be, as I said earlier in hour one, walking the streets of Franklin, Tennessee yesterday, actually, and a, a place that I've lived in and lovely village. Uh, it just, it's an amazing town. One of our great gyms in the Southeast. And there's a great place right on Main Street called the Franklin Theater. And they have movies to some degree. I remember seeing a movie there back in the 90s. I don't remember which one. Their big thing is the Rocky Horror Picture Show. They have done that a long time. I assume they still do it. That's what kind of what kept them in business, I think, for a long time. But now they've got a lot of musical acts coming there and play. In fact, Kathy Lee Gifford's going to be doing a benefit there in a couple of weeks. And some other big time, Jennifer O'Neill, the actress, is part of that. I happened to see that when I was looking inside the window. But Raddy Foster will be putting on a concert pretty soon there. I know they've got a website I don't have in front of me. But but they had the sign on the street yesterday promoting a concert going on there last night. And it got the the attention of yours truly. It was the Bellamy Brothers. Now, I, I love the Bellamy Brothers, Howard and David. And... and I, I like Let Your Love Flow. That's a great song from the 1970s, but really I like their country music. I like what they did in the 90, in the 80s and early 90s. And I grew up listening to the Bellamy Brothers. In fact, one station that influenced me in South Carolina, I'm not sure that they didn't own it because it seemed like they played Bellamy Brothers songs every 20 minutes on, uh, what was it, uh, 92. Wheels 92.5 in Manning, South Carolina, which broadcast all over eastern south carolina and sadly this hundred thousand watt station doesn't even exist just like most stations have changed since the 1990s sadly but wheels 92.5 whlz thank you for being a, a big influence on me as i was a youngster and thank you for playing all those bellamy brothers songs along the way but yes the bellamy brothers were in franklin they they put on a concert and i really kind of was interested in going i went to the ticket booth not even sure if they still had tickets, since I'm sure this has been something that they'd promoted for a while. And they did have tickets. Now, the problem was they were around 50 bucks, And I was by myself, okay? I don't have to impress anybody. And I just felt like, okay, I don't think I want to spend 50 bucks on Bellamy Brothers. When I thought that there was a chance they might even live around the area. I wasn't sure. I, I interviewed them 20 years ago. In fact, it was a great interview because I still remember what I wore to the interview, it was a long sleeve dress shirt, and it was a red and white striped seersucker dress shirt made by Ralph Lauren, I think. Yeah, and and I got it at a mall. So that was back when you bought stuff at the mall. And and I remember Howard Bellamy complimenting on He's like, that's the coolest shirt. And it was. I haven't seen a, a seersucker fabric long sleeve dress shirt since like that. And and those guys, of course, have the Florida connection, and they love the South, and they like Searsucker. But, yeah, I had that on in my interview with them, and I still wish I had that shirt. And more importantly, 
I wish I could fit into that shirt, whether I had it or not. <laughs> the old passage of time in 20 years puts a little little weight on you for most of us. Now, some of you, hey, maybe you've gone down on the scales, and kudos to you, but not, not me. I've, I've had a pound or two pop up in 20 years. But the Bellamy Brothers love their music, and just so you know what all these two have done throughout their career, of course, Let Your Love Flow was the big intro for them back in 76. It was the number one pop song number one across many formats, Monster Smash. And then they followed that up, actually, with not much success pop-wise. But in 1979, their song started appearing on the country charts as the first song that would be number one for them at all on country music was the great song. And I need to find out who wrote this song. It's probably written by them, if I had to guess. It was written by David Bellamy. But if you can find a better lyric for a song, let me know. The Bellamy Brothers' first number one in country music, If I said you had a beautiful body, would you hold it against me? <laughs> that one was was and remains a great one. We're going to play the follow-up to that 1979 single in just a second because it's the most southern of the Bellamy Brothers songs, in my opinion. Certainly by the title, but I like the lyrics, too. So we'll play that. But just to help recap what the Bellamy Brothers did in the decade of the 1980s, they had a string of number one songs. Sugar Daddy, Dancing Cowboys, Do You Love As Good As You Look, for all the wrong reasons. Of course, the favorite of mine, Redneck Girl. And also they had number one with I Need More Of You. This one didn't hit number one, but it's still a great song, Old Hippie. And they also had Too Much Is Not Enough with the Forrester Sisters, Kids of the Baby Boom. Just so many good songs. Their last top 10 song came in 1990 with I Could Be Persuaded from the album Reality Check. But the Bellamy Brothers still touring. Good to see them out and being active. And I'll catch up with you guys later. Now, it wasn't just because I was being cheap why I didn't go do a ticket. I get a ticket last night. I actually had something to do. And I didn't get wrapped up with my project until about 45 minutes after their concert started. So Howard and David don't think that I let you down. I didn't. I had other responsibilities, but maybe we'll we'll have you on the y'all show. We'll line line you up for some time when we can do that. And I'd love to interview on on Music Row, but hey, if you could invite me down to your place in Florida, well that'll be just fine too. But these guys still going, still strong brothers. I mean, can you imagine being brothers and and being professionals like these guys have been for all these years? Now. I mean, it's a great story. Howard Bellamy was born in 1946, so that makes him, what, 70? He's 72 years old, and little brother David Bellamy was born in 50, so that would make him, what, 68, 68 years old, something like that. You know, they've been going a long time, and and we wish them well. And again, it's good to see brothers get along. I've got brothers. I don't think I could work with them, and I sure as heck couldn't make my career traveling around the country with my brothers. Something we'd have to give at some point. Now, back to the song. The song that we're going to play for you from the Bellamy Brothers on the Y'all Show today is the most Southern that I could find, and I love this 1979 single, You Ain't Just Whistling Dixie. Enjoy it from the Bellamy Brothers on the Y'all Show. Pine trees grow so tall in the bright sunshine The young boy steals his daddy's fishing line 
Ain't Just Whistling Dixie from the Bellamy Brothers here in our Friday Free For Y'all with John Rawl 
And that song from the album, The Two and Only, and it was the second big hit in country radio for Howard and David Bellamy. And kudos to their great career and for great music like that right there. When we come back on the Y'all Show, hashtag Hullabaloo's coming at you. We've got some good stuff that you don't want to miss out on. Plus, we'll wind up this hour of the Y'all Show talking NFL and a little NASCAR. Talk with the Southern Exit. That's what we do here on the Y'all Show with John Ross. We see it every day. They cut you off, and they tick you off. It's called road rage. But they're not mad at you. They're mad they overpaid on a used car because they didn't go to Carfax.com. Carfax has a better way. When you search used cars at Carfax.com, you get the most accurate price based on the Carfax report. So you never have to overpay on a used car again. Start your used car search today at Carfax.com. Technology Truths, brought to you by GEICO. Technology Truths. Truth, you have 14 login passwords, and you can't remember any of them. Doug 1. Doug 2. Doug is awesome. Doug is awesome. 1, 2, 3. Truth, it's so easy to switch and save on car insurance at GEICO.com. Doug is super cool ampersand underscore exclamation point exclamation point 1985. Knew it. GEICO, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Put the smiles on. This is the All Show Friday. We love our South. And this is John Rawl talking about the South here each and every day, Monday through Friday, for a two-hour odyssey of all things Dixie. And we love that song that's playing right now because it means it's time for... Hashtag Color Blue, where we go in and find the craziest things in social media world. Well, let me start off with something not found on social media world. This was found in real life in the previous segment where we were just playing some Bellamy Brothers music. While strolling the streets of Franklin, Tennessee, yesterday, Franklin is a very yuppie town. I love Franklin. I lived there. It was it's the home of the Franklin Rebels. Great place. Well, it is the richest city in the... Well, it may not be the richest. Brentwood may be richer, but it's the richest county for sure in the state of Tennessee. I would argue it may be the richest county in the southeast. If not, it's top two, three, or four, okay? Very affluent part of the south williamson county tennessee and a lot of people have moved in from all over the world really into that area a lot of corporations have headquarters there it's it's a very good place just south of nashville okay well so it's very affluent a lot of rich people but it's still in the south okay so i've seen about everything in my life traveling the highways and byways of the south at least i thought i had (laughs) but i'm sitting in my truck yesterday and right coming, coming right down the street in Franklin, Tennessee, in this yuppie place where people come from all over the world to, to live and to, to tour. It's a big tourist town now. I saw a pickup truck, which is nothing unusual about that. But this pickup truck, and, and I want to know where you can buy this thing. It had to be something. Somebody bought it at a store. It has a toolbox on the back of the truck, which is certainly something most good old boys have. But on the toolbox was a skeleton, not a real one, 
a plastic skeleton of a real life-size coon dog in coon dog pose, meaning the dog had his head up barking at a coon in the tree. And it may have been the most redneck thing I think I've seen in a long time, but it was it was cool. And it's something that if you're an animal rights freak, you had to sit there and, and probably gag when you saw it because it 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 it's very disturbing. But it it, it has to be fake because it, it is in perfect position. And there's no way that could have been the actual bones of a real dog in perfect form. And, and it was at least two to three feet tall on the back of this pickup truck's toolbox. And it was on the kind of on the corner where a, where a dog would be barking barking up a storm. I saw this. So I just had to get that off my chest. And if you know where one of those can be found, let me know because <laughs> it would be a funny thing to, to have, especially if you're a coon hunter or you're just a proud, proud Southerner. But yeah, it, you know, it could have had something to do with Halloween, but it looked too nice. Honestly, it looked really good. So, and I guess coon hunting season's going on now. So I guess that person was proud to show off their coon hunting prowess. Looking at social media, of course, coon hunting's going on, but right now, coon hunting is a little bit more comfy because the temperatures have dipped. And Roots Worker is on Twitter, and that is at Elizabeth Banks, Elizabeth K. Banks, rather. And Elizabeth writes, it is 54 degrees, I cannot. <laughs> and she writes, hashtag, I'm a freeze. I guess she doesn't like the fact that it's 54 degrees. Well, I kind of like it. I just don't like the fact that when you walk out of the house, you got to have some kind of jacket or a sweater vest type thing. And then a couple hours later, you're like, okay, where do I put this now? Because I don't want to carry this thing around with me all day. But that's that's the only problem with this time of year is just having a fool with jackets and stuff like that. I, I love the summer for no other reason. You can put on a pair of shorts and a t-shirt or a golf shirt as I wear and you're pretty much good all day long, unless you get too sweaty and you might want to put on another shirt. But yeah, we're in the thick of the fall right now, and it's going to be 54 degrees, Roots Worker. Get used to it, and you're not going to freeze at 54 degrees. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like that. Adam Cantrell on Twitter, at LDB underscore 21. And this had to do with last night, if you, if you like sports. And, and Adam must be a sports fan at LDB underscore 21. He wrote, I'm here flipping between watching Jalen on the Celtics, Deshaun on Texans, and both Georgia Tech football and Georgia Southern playing their games. Hashtag all things GA. Well, yeah, it must have been a great night for you because – Deshaun Watson, man, he had a great night. Five touchdown passes leading the Houston Texans to a win, a convincing win over the Miami Dolphins. And so that was great for Deshaun, who didn't play in the state of Georgia. He played for that team up in Clemson, South Carolina. But Deshaun, a Gainesville, Georgia native, a former quarterback, one of the best names in college and high school football that I've seen in a long time, the Gainesville High Red Elephants. And Deshaun quarterback them before going to Tigertown. He had a big night. And the Texans, I think, have won about six games in a row. They're doing quite well in the NFL this year. And Watson had a big night. And, yeah, as we said at hour one, Georgia Tech went all the way to Blacksburg and whooped up on Virginia Tech in convincing form. Big win for Paul Johnson's program. And then Georgia Southern 
they got a big win over Appalachian State, as we told you in hour one. So some big upsets there for the Georgia teams as Georgia Southern beat App State, which App State was ranked number 25 in the country. And they got that win last night. So, yeah, all things GA, you are happy about what's going on Georgia-wise. By the way, speaking of the state of Georgia and football, the Georgia Bulldogs have their big game in South South Georgia. When, what I mean by that is Jacksonville. And the world's largest outdoor cocktail party taking place tomorrow between Georgia and Florida. So perhaps if you're a Bulldog fan, you'll find yourself in Jacksonville tomorrow for that great rivalry between those SEC East powers. Chef Brian Duffy is on Twitter at Chef B-R-I Duff. Chef Brian Duff. And he says, getting a little halibut cheeky at Highlands Bar and Grill, Birmingham. All right. Well, I haven't been to Highlands Bar and Grill. It looks like a yummy place. But I I don't eat fish oftentimes. I don't like, I'm not, I'm not going to say I don't like the taste. I, I think it's, a, I'm sure it's a great thing. And I'm sure most of you listening love fish. I don't like the after effects of fish. There's nothing worse to have in your mouth after you had, have had there's nothing worse for your mouth than eating fish, meaning that that taste is in your mouth. And it's a taste that, I don't think bubble gum or even if you smoke can get rid of you you got to go you got to go brush your teeth you got to go gargle at least that's how I feel maybe you're different but I don't I don't eat fish a lot of times now I will eat catfish I like catfish but even with catfish I I really like to go home and and brush my teeth and gargle probably should do that after every meal I'm sure if we have any dentist out there they would say well, why aren't you doing that after every meal anyway? Well, I, I just don't because I'm lazy. But also, do you really want to carry around a toothbrush and toothpaste with you everywhere? I don't. And we got the World Series going on. Remember that pitcher that used to brush his teeth in between innings when he was a pitcher? I don't remember his name. And maybe other pitchers do that. But that was his routine. You'd see him over there in the dugout going at it in his, in his mouth with a toothbrush. What a weirdo. <laughs> of course, he probably had a great career and made a lot of money. And he's not doing a show called The Y'all Show. So congratulations to you, pitcher of Major League Baseball fame. But yeah, fish. Uh, all our fish lovers, kudos. And you can go to the Highlands Bar and Grill in Beeham and get you some good halibut. Now, I will confess I am fish challenged. I'm a redneck. Okay? I know about bass, brim, and catfish. And I know there's saltwater fish out there like tuna but i don't eat tuna or i don't make a habit of it if i'm dying if i'm dying of hunger and you've got a plate of tuna i will eat it okay but i'm not looking for tuna i'm not looking for salmon or as i call it salmon i'm not looking for cod all that now i do like going to (laughs) i have a confession I do like my Captain D's, and and I even made a recent stop to Long John Silver's for the first time in a long time and had whatever fish concoction those places serve. I I like that. Now, I got to pour a lot of vinegar on it. I love that malt vinegar, and maybe you do too. That's what makes it really good. Now, whatever that fish is, if it is is even fish, that's good to me. But they don't have Captain D's or Long John Silver-style fish at cheeky places like Highlands Bar and Grill in the Magic City. They got halibut. Okay, so as I was saying, I will admit I'm an ignoramus when it comes to fish, okay? I don't know what a halibut is, 
Okay? I know it's something from the ocean, but I don't know what it is. So, thanks to our friends at Wikipedia, here we go. You've got a Atlantic and a Pacific halibut that are commonplace. The native habitat of the Atlantic habitat, oh, habit, the native habitat of the Atlantic halibut, habitat halibut, say that twin, ten times fast. The native habitat of the Atlantic halibut is the temp, temperate and uh, Arctic waters of the northern Atlantic from Labrador to Greenland and Iceland, and all the way down to Virginia. And halibut is the largest flatfish in the world, reaching lengths of up to 15 feet and weights of up to 710 pounds. I do like this. If I were a fish, I wouldn't mind being a halibut because a halibut's lifespan can reach 50 years. I mean, I haven't even got 50 years yet, so a halibut can maybe outlive me. But yeah, if you want a halibut, I don't know what the taste is. If we have any fish experts, y'all show it. Y'all let us know what that's like. Maybe you can put a halibut on the grill. That's what I need to talk about on Monday with Matt Hermans. When we have Tuesday, when he's on Tuesday with his grilling report. Fish, fish on the grill. What is, what's his opinion of that? There we go. There's our, our tease for next week with Mr. Hermans when he's on the Barrister of Bodacious Barbecue. But Chef Brian Duffy, thank you for that. And uh, a good feature there that we we'll have to put on uh, on the grill sometime soon halibut big time all right i found this gif on social media and i wanted to share it with you and it's titled like any good dip there are eight layers to a southern goodbye i've seen this meme going around for a while about you know how long southern goodbyes can last but i do like how this one's labeled like a good dip there are seven layers or rather eight layers to a good southern goodbye. So what are they? Okay. First is about to leave. There's your warning. Number two, a we're, we got to get going statement. So first is about to leave, then we got to get going. Number three in the eight part deal is hugs. You get the hug. Number four, you walk to the driveway. Number five, you get one more conversation in the driveway. Number six, you get a couple more hugs. Number seven, talking while everything's piling in the car. And then number eight on the eight layer of a southern goodbye is rolling down the window to say bye one last time as you pull out of the driveway and someone yells, watch for deer. <laughs> I don't think anybody's ever told me that. I usually get, you know, don't fall asleep because a lot of times my, my drives are 10 hours, 12 hours. And at some point, especially as you go get older in life, the old gray mare ain't what she used to be. And I, I get sleepy, I'll admit. Now, luckily, I've never run off the road. I, I've never had a wreck of any major caliber. But it, it it's scary out there. And so please be careful. Watch for deer, too. In fact, where was I? Just the other day, I was driving, and a deer was literally right in the middle of the road. And if I hadn't been paying attention, I guess it was, I don't know where I was. I've been in so many states here lately, I can't keep track. With this deer, usually they're kind of on the side of the road, and then they might run across the road. Well, this one was camped out right in the road. And luckily, I wasn't going that fast, and I could slow down, and it could get out of the way. But, yeah. Uh, be careful for deer out there and of course we got deer hunters that are taking 
their turn at those deer right now. Author Linda Yezak is on Twitter, and she has a release coming out that she wants to tell us about. She writes on Twitter, at Linda Yezak, four more days until the official release, but it's still available for pre-order on Amazon, and her book is called A Southern Season, Four Stories from a Front Porch Swing, from author Linda Yezak, that's Y-E-Z-A-K, and I have no idea what it's about. It's a fiction and it's something you can go read to your heart's content. A Southern Season, Four Stories from a Front Porch Swing from Miss Yezak. Moving along, we have Namby Pamby on Twitter, at the underscore Namby, N-A-M-B-Y underscore Pamby, P-A-M-B-Y. That's some creativity going on there for sure. Namby Pamby says, current Southern problem, my dog ate my pimento cheese sandwich. Okay, I don't know what they're getting at there, but uh, yeah, I've used excuses in classroom settings before, and that would be a a good one, I guess. My dog ate my pimento cheese sandwich. I don't think I would probably use that specific one. I don't like pimento cheese. Is that is that is that going to ruin our relationship? Confessing that. Do you like pimento cheese? Do you love pimento cheese? Yeah, I've got a feeling. You know, they say your taste buds change. As you grow older, I don't know why I don't like pimento cheese, but I don't. But I also like things now that I used to not like, and maybe I need to give it another shot. But yeah, pimento cheese is something that I just have never enjoyed, and I know it's a very southern thing, but I have not, uh, I don't have that craving, and perhaps you don't either. Maybe I have a a fellow club of pimento haters here on the Y'all Show. And we can get through our hatred together. But uh, Namby Pamby, thank you for that excuse. No matter if you are a pimento cheese lover or not, that that would be a a good thing. And finally, I saw this Twitter about another concert. We told you in uh, a few minutes ago about how I stumbled upon a Bellamy Brothers concert in Franklin, Tennessee last night. Well, there was another concert a few hours south of that last night that caught the attention of Jeremy Noble. And he's on Twitter at Jeremy Noble Music. And he was at the Oak Mountain Amphitheater in Pelham, Alabama, just uh, south of Birmingham is where that's located. And Hank Williams Jr. was putting on a concert alongside Leonard Skinner. And this was the last concert on a leg of concerts that he's been doing. And Jeremy Noble put out on Twitter, great show tonight. Official Hank Jr. knocked it out of the park. So we wanted to give Hank Jr. credit for still touring now. He doesn't do but about 20 to 30 dates a year, I think, on average. But Hank Jr., Bo Cephas, still out performing. Now, I found out not long ago, a lot of times when he goes and gives concerts, there's a reason why he's in a town for that concert. And usually, that reason has to do with hunting or fishing. He'll time his concert performances to whatever kind of hunting or season, hunting or fishing goes on in that area. For example, oftentimes he'll play in Biloxi, Mississippi, because he'll go offshore fishing while there at whatever time of year he's down there. And he'll go out in other places of the, of the country, put on a concert, and go fishing or hunting for whatever's in season at that time. So he's careful with his tour, Hank Jr. And so that's pretty smart. But yeah, by the way, he's got a, a new album out called It's About Time. And the new song that he has, I love this, I wonder where this came from. His new song is Take a Knee, Take a Hike. 
from Hank Williams Jr. Need to get my hands on that one. We might have to give it a spin sometime on a Friday, on our Friday free for y'all. Hank Williams Jr., a good one, and good to see he's going at it. And uh, it looks like all the folks in Pelham had a good time at the Skinnerd Hank Jr. concert. You know there had to be some fights at that one. When we come back, the Y'all Show will wrap up in the next segment. We're going to take us home with a little from Dixie with Love. Plus, we'll look at NFL and Major League notes and new movies, too. Talk with a Southern accent. This is Y'all. As a small business owner, you make every dollar count. So what could you do with $10? Go to Vistaprint.com today and you'll get 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. That's less than two cents per card. And at Vistaprint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So it's never been easier to turn 500 strangers into connections. Just visit Vistaprint.com and use promo code 1313 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 1313. Back for the final segment of this week's show, the final segment on a Friday, which means we got to tell you about what's going on this weekend. This is the Y'all Show with John Rawl, 803-816-1170 is our text line. Welcome any feedback you may have, suggestions, comment, complaints. We'll take it all here on the Y'all Show. A couple of new movies hitting theaters this weekend. Gerard Butler stars in the new movie Hunter Killer, an action thriller about an American submarine captain teaming up with Navy SEALs to rescue the Russian president. Oh, that looks good. Also out is Indivisible, and it's a war mo- movie starring Justin Bruning, and I'm looking forward to that one. So I'm a big war fan, and I like Gerard Butler's movie with a submarine-type movie there. That's a good one. But those are two ones that I would actually pay money. Maybe you would, too. But here's the one that's going to definitely get me to the box office Johnny English Strikes Again. Our friend Rowan Atkinson, the British comedian, and his new comedy. Remember, he had a couple of other movies along this line. Johnny English may have been the first one came out. I saw that one years ago. But I love this guy, Rowan Atkinson. Mr. Bean. And I had to introduce my eight-year-old to Mr. Bean when he was with me the other day because... We were watching a football game with TCU, and TCU has those crazy signs on the sidelines with the images that teams put up when they have games. And one of their images was of Mr. Bean, and it just hit me. My son has no idea at eight years old who the heck Mr. Bean or Johnny English is, or Rowan Atkinson for that matter. And so we watched some of Rowan Atkinson's stuff from England, and and the guy is a genius. And he's got this new movie out this weekend Johnny English Strikes Again from Rowan Atkinson. And I got to read what it says about him. After a cyber attack reveals the identity of all of the active undercover agents in Britain, Johnny English is forced to come out of retirement to find the mastermind hacker. (laughs) Again, it's kind of like James Bond, but it's completely ridiculous, James Bond. So if you want a good laugh, get get your mind off all the world's problems. Go watch Johnny English 
strikes again at the box office. But there's some other good ones too, like Hunter Killer and Invisible, also in theaters this weekend. Major League Baseball tonight, World Series Game 3. The Dodgers are in the hole. They're down 2-0 in the series with the Red Sox. And Walker Buehler's on the mound against Rick Porcello as the Dodgers and Sox play in a game scheduled for an 8.09 Eastern, 7.09 Central start on the West Coast. That game will be on Fox from Dodgers Stadium, Game 3. And the Dodgers better get, get their act together or they'll be done with the season here and the Red Sox will be your World Series champs over the weekend if, if things don't improve for the Blue Nation. NFL Blotter, we already told you about Deshaun Watson's big night last night as the Texans demolished the Miami Dolphins. Unfortunately for Texans wide receiver Will Fuller, he tore his ACL during that Thursday night game, and it looks like he may be done for the year. More info on that coming, but not good news for Texans fans. The receiver is down. The NFL has actually done something they don't often do. They fired someone. They fired one of their officials, Hugo Cruz. And this is a guy who's kind of mucked up a few things during the season. He didn't call an obvious false start penalty in a game. And I think it helped impact the final result. But they fired this NFL official. So give the NFL a little credit for being a little proactive there with one of their own. Lamar Jackson is the Baltimore Ravens quarterback. He's a rookie there for the Ravens. And this weekend, the Ravens play the Carolina Panthers and he wants to make his first jersey exchange. Have you ever seen that? It's where players, after an NFL game ends, sometimes you'll see them take their shirts off and they'll give them to another player. Well, he wants to do that with his, I guess, hero, his idol, Cam Newton. And Jackson said, quote, I need his jersey. I'll man cave it. So he wants to put it in his man cave. Of course, both have won the Heisman Trophy with Jackson winning it at Louisville and Cam winning it at the Auburn Tigers back in 2010. They've never met, and so it should be a, a good thing if, if Cam Newton follows through on it. I'm starting to like Cam Newton more and more. I know, I know he can be vocal at times, but he's he's just having fun. The guy really is a, a kind of a clown. In fact, <laughs> I've been watching some of his press conferences he does during the week, and he's been taking baseball hats and cutting off the – the bill of the baseball hat. So it almost looks kind of like a yarmulke up on the, on your head, but it's actually like the Panthers logo or whatever the official new era hat is. He'll have that on, but he'll cut off the bill, the part that goes over your eyes. And it just kind of, like I said, it kind of looks like a yarmulke up on his head. He's got big hair now. Nowadays, I guess it helps protect his head from concussions. Who knows? But Cam Newton, QB one for the Carolina Panthers. And they're taking on, Baltimore this weekend. As far as the lineup for this weekend, the Eagles are at Jacksonville. The New York Jets travel to Chicago. The Bucks go to Cincinnati. Seattle flies to Detroit for a game. The Detroit, the Denver Broncos are at a very good Kansas City Chiefs team. The Redskins play against the Giants this weekend. Cleveland moves over to Pittsburgh for a game. Again, the Ravens and Panthers play. The Indianapolis Colts are in Oakland. The Green Bay Packers travel to the Rams, the best team in the NFL right now. San Francisco goes to play a divisional opponent, the Arizona Cardinals. The New Orleans Saints play Sunday night at Minnesota. And Monday night's game is the New England Patriots playing the Buffalo Bills. That's what's going on in the NFL this weekend. Finally, NASCAR World, they'll be having a race at Martinsville. It's the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series at Martinsville. 
at Martinville Speedway. This race will be at 2.30 on Sunday afternoon as part of the Monster Energy Cup playoffs. Just a handful of races. you got Martinsville this weekend, followed by the Texas Motor Speedway race November 4th, and then Phoenix on November 11th, and then to wind it all out, the Homestead Miami Speedway's NASCAR Cup Series finale on the 18th of November, and that will wrap up NASCAR for 2018. Well, that will wrap up the Y'all Show for today with your host, John Rawl. Thank you for being a part of our show. We've had a great time bringing you good country music news, good sports news, good food, good good fun, good news, just anything Southern we're all about here on the show. We'll talk to you again on Monday. Until that time, have a great weekend. From Dixie with Love getting us out of here, go South. Go Dixie. All right. see it every day. They cut you off and they tick you off. It's called road rage. But they're not mad at you. They're mad they overpaid on a used car because they didn't go to Carfax.com. Carfax has a better way. When you search used cars at Carfax.com, you get the most accurate price based on the Carfax report. So you never have to overpay on a used car again. Start your used car search today at Carfax.com. I can't believe it. That we're playing 4-4 four four basketball with a barbershop quartet? Pass the ball, pass the rock. We're open, just pass the ball. No, I can't believe how easy it was to save hundreds of dollars on my car insurance with GEICO. Believe it, GEICO could save you 15% or more on car insurance.